Hey, did you have bariatric surgery and you've started exercise, but you feel chronically tired in your workouts and you aren't seeing the gains you wanted? It can be really confusing to know how and when to adapt your bariatric nutrition guidelines to reflect the needs of a more active lifestyle. We are going to discuss today the differences between bariatric nutrition and sports nutrition guidelines, and you will learn how and when it is time to adapt your intake to help you reach your new fitness goals. Hi, welcome to episode one of the Active Bariatric Nutrition Podcast. I am your host, Kim Terrapelli, a bariatric sports dietitian, and I help post-bariatric clients achieve their fitness goals through better nutrition and addressing the problems that come from typical bariatric and sports nutrition advice that just don't work for an active bariatric lifestyle. So since today is episode one of the Active Bariatric Nutrition Podcast, I wanted to just give you a little bit more background information about me so you get to know me a little bit more. So I'm a registered dietitian. I've been working with both athletes and bariatric clients for the last 15 years. I was a sports dietitian at a Division I university where I helped collegiate athletes fuel to compete, and I am currently a certified specialist in sports dietetics. I was a collegiate athlete myself, and that's just an area that I really, really enjoy, and I'm excited that I get to keep in working with athletes as well as bariatric athletes. Most recently in the last nine years, I've worked in an outpatient clinic for a bariatric surgery department, helping patients prepare for their bariatric surgery, as well as work with them after their surgeries on their weight loss journeys. I saw a huge need for my bariatric clients who began to exercise after surgery, but they weren't receiving any information on how to adapt the bariatric nutrition guidelines to meet their new fitness goals. I also know how hard it is to get into very busy clinics and not be able to get that guidance that you are looking for. And to be honest with you, I think there's a little bit lack of information in this area specifically around nutrition guidelines for an active bariatric lifestyle. So I decided to take the leap. I left my full-time job and I opened up my own private practice. I see clients one-on-one virtually where I work with them individually to develop a nutrition uh, meal plan that helps them meet their needs, their goals, especially if it is more Uh, fitness related. So I wanted to talk today again about what are the differences between bariatric nutrition guidelines and sports nutrition guidelines and really discuss when it is time for you to make a change to maybe incorporating more of those sports nutrition guidelines to help you reach your new fitness goals. So let's dive into today's episode. So what are the main differences between these two areas of opposing nutrition guidelines? Obviously, after you've had bariatric surgery, um, the diet is more focused on protein, right? So you've been taught this right out of the gate when you were getting ready for your surgery that your new diet for life is going to be higher in protein. Absolutely. And that still is the priority, okay? Even if you have begun exercising, protein is critically important. Um, But in addition to that, generally speaking, patients are advised also to lower their carbohydrate intake. So as compared to sports nutrition guidelines where high carbohydrate diet is really the, probably the main component, um, we have to look at where we can combine these two areas as a active bariatric client to incorporate carbohydrates in our intake that will help us fuel our muscles so that we can exercise consistently, perform at high levels. So one main difference, bariatric diet, high protein, low carbohydrate, whereas a sports nutrition diet is going to be primarily focused around those higher carbohydrate intake. Another main difference between bariatric nutrition guidelines and sports nutrition will be the calorie difference, right? Remember, you've had bariatric surgery, and so we are reducing the overall amount of food that we can eat, which means we are reducing our caloric intake. As an athlete, generally speaking, calories are going to be higher, 
And so again, we have to work between these two areas. What we need to find is what's the amount of calories you need to still be in that weight loss, perhaps that phase or weight maintenance phase, but also be able to fuel your exercise so that you feel good in those workouts. What works best for you? This is very individualized after surgery. And so we really have to make sure we find out what is the amount that you need. Also, of course, after bariatric surgery, we are eating a smaller volume of both meals, snacks, how much we can eat at each meal um, or snack. Whereas if you haven't had bariatric surgery and you're an athlete, generally speaking, we don't have those limitations on how much we can eat at each meal. So that makes it more difficult for bariatric athletes because the amount of food that we can eat in one sitting, of course, is reduced. That also goes with fluids. We often focus on our food intake and, you know, how much we're eating, but fluids are absolutely critical to staying hydrated, preventing dehydration. And so after bariatric surgery, again, same thing. You are not able to just chug and gulp as much as you want, right? So we're always teaching our our athletes and our bariatric clients, hey, you need to be sipping consistently. And so as a bariatric athlete, it is critical that we find out how much you can consume in terms of your liquids each time and do that consistently throughout your workouts as well as before and after workouts. Versus, of course, as you know, sports nutrition guidelines are going to be encouraging you to really get those fluids in as well. Um, But the main difference being that you can consume more at one time. Another main difference, and this is an area that I really see a lot of issues with my bariatric athletes, is the use of sports nutrition products. So for example, if you are training longer than an hour, you're maybe starting to do some endurance training. It is really important that we figure out what foods and beverages are going to work for you during those longer training sessions. And of course, for just general athletes out there, there are many, many sports nutrition products that are formulated to help us get that carbohydrate into our muscles as quickly and easily as possible during our training. The problem with bariatric athletes and sports nutrition products is that these concentrated carbohydrate sources can cause us some issues, right? So they're not digested as easily. Um, We can see more GI issues, uh, more diarrhea, cramping, bloating. Not to say that that doesn't happen in an athlete as well, but generally speaking, bariatric clients will have a lower tolerance of a concentrated carbohydrate supplement versus an athlete who generally just needs to find what works, right? Um, And that goes, you know, similar to my bariatric athletes. We have to figure out what products you will tolerate the most or the best, excuse me, and maybe they don't work for you, right? Maybe we find some whole foods, out there that will be better for you. But generally speaking, in the years that I've been working with my bariatric athletes, we will find a supplement that will work for you throughout your training. So that's another main difference between bariatric uh, nutrition guidelines and sports nutrition guidelines is we have to figure out what types of products you're going to tolerate best. So the next, that kind of brings us to the next question, which is when in my training or after I've had my bariatric surgery and I've started to exercise more, when do I need to move from that basic bariatric nutrition guidelines that I've had since I had the surgery to a more uh, sports nutrition focused, meaning where I'm going to start making some changes both to my volume of eating, maybe incorporating more carbohydrates. So typically in the first three to six months post-op, you know that it's just difficult to get our intake in, right? We're just trying to meet our darn protein goals that we've been provided from our surgical center. That's our main focus. Let's just get our protein needs met, obviously starting to incorporate carbohydrates slowly, but just getting in the right amount of protein, the basics, right? Getting in our fluids, trying to get our vitamins and minerals in every day. That first three to six months is a difficult time. And so, you know, 
getting through that period of time and getting our nutrition plans set and kind of stable, we can build from there. As you increase your exercise though, and, and I would say generally speaking, where I see patients or excuse me, clinic, uh, clients start to say, Hey, I'm, I'm really starting to feel run down in my workouts. And I just, I feel like I can't even complete it. I'm so tired all the time is usually when I see clients working out about four to five times per week consistently of about an hour or more. Um, not to say that maybe you're doing this three times a week and you're feeling tired and we need to look at your nutrition, but generally once we cross that threshold is where I start to see clients feeling it more if we're not addressing nutrition. So again, if you're exercising about four to five times per week consistently, about an hour or more, this is where it's really important to start looking at, I need to start incorporating maybe more carbohydrates. I need to you know, particularly look at my snacks. What do I need to do with my fluids? Um, are there any vitamin or mineral supplements I need to really look at? Perhaps that I'm low in that might really help me optimize my workout. So other things that are red flags that might be a good indicator that it's time to start making some changes to your nutrition. Um, again, if you're feeling so tired in your workouts that you can't even complete them, um, or your intensity level really significantly drops throughout the workout, that's a time to look at our nutrition. If you're not recovering well, meaning you're just sore all the time, you're just fatigued all the time, your muscles, you know, they just feel like they're never fresh when you go to the next day workout. That's a time too. We need to look at what you're overall eating and drinking. If you're not sleeping well, like again, you're up at nighttime, you, you, maybe your legs are bothering you, you know, you're just feeling so sore that it just can't even sleep well. We need to look at what we're doing for our nutrition. If you're seeing that you're sick more often um, and you feel like, gosh, I feel like I just got over a cold and here I am sick again. Again, important where you look at the nutrition or if you are getting injuries, okay? If you feel like you, every time you try to push yourself to the next level, you're getting injured and you're taking, you know, one step forward and three steps back, we need to look at again, what we're doing. If you're not seeing any changes in your workouts, meaning you're not seeing any gains, you're not seeing an improvement in maybe the weight that you're lifting or perhaps the, the intensity level that you're training at. Again, we want to look at where can we make some changes to your nutrition to really optimize those workouts. Because again, guys, you, you had this great surgery, you had this life changing surgical tool. You're on this new journey and we want to use this tool to the maximum, you know, opportunity that we can. And we want to make sure that we're eating properly so that that tool can be used. And so if you're wanting to, you know, make body composition changes, or you're wanting to, you know, train for this half marathon or, you know, a cycling race, whatever it might be, it's something that we can seriously make a dent in by changing the nutrition and really helping optimize the workout so that you see those results that you're looking for. Another thing that I just want to highlight that I really is such a big debate, and we're going to definitely have future episodes on this, is when is it time to start increasing my carbohydrates? So again, when we're getting to four to five times a week of an hour, we definitely need to be looking at increasing carbohydrates, okay? And as I mentioned, obviously right after surgery, it's most important that we're meeting our, meeting our protein needs. And then after that, we can start looking at where can we incorporate more carbohydrates, do we look at specifically more in the pre and the post-workout windows? Are we adding in some snacks? But I just want to emphasize that carbohydrates are not the enemy. You can still have a successful weight loss journey after bariatric surgery. And certainly they're so critical, our muscles and how we are able to basically have an energy source so that we can continue to work out at a high level. Carbohydrates are really important. So that is something that I work slowly with my clients on, on addressing how do we incorporate foods that you can tolerate well, that you feel well with. Um, and that you like. And over time, we increase those carbohydrates to meet the demands of our training sessions. 
So that summarizes today's session. I wanted to just really invite you, if you like today's information, I hope that you'll follow up this channel, that you'll like and comment. Certainly, if you have any specific questions, feel free to comment below, or you can message me directly on my Instagram account, which is at Active Bariatric. And or you can message me directly on my website, which is www.activebariatricnutrition.com. And if you're interested in learning more about my one-to-one virtual bariatric coaching services, again, feel free to message me on either of those places and I can get you more information. So I hope you found this episode helpful. Please, if you have any friends where you think that they might find this information helpful, please feel free to share it. I would so greatly appreciate that. And until next time, thank you so much for joining me. Have a great day.